0: Welcome to Basically Friday. My name is Nicola. And I'm Anne. And Rochelle isn't here. We're continuing the trend of missing a soldier. Mm-hmm. Rochelle, I mean, life is just she crazy. She has joined the army. She's just thriving. She's dead. No, I'm just kidding. She's in the army. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. It would be so... Actually, no. She's a beast. She could be yeah. in the army. Anyways, so what are we drinking today, Anne? We are having water. Yeah. Straight up water because we've had too much coffee. Yeah. Someone had the shits. I'm not gonna say <laughs> We need to sell yourself out them. Wait. <laughs> it wasn't me. Okay, anyways, we're excited about this week's topic. And <laughs> yeah, come on, grow up. Sorry. Everyone poos. Okay, I hate, love, poo Sorry, jokes. Eliza, if you're listening. Yeah, yeah you hate that Eliza works. hates poo jokes. But anyway, this <laughs> week, <laughs> we're going to be talking about finding your own voice when mm-hmm. it comes to issues that pertain to you. or the world yeah or the world yeah yeah exactly like that are important to I mean that pertain Um, pocket activism so Mm -hmm. like fake Instagram activism cancel culture versus accountability Mm -hmm. and just all that fun stuff Um, I'm like fun stuff we're in a silly goofy mood though so like it'll offset the heaviness and also yeah we're just gonna touch on like just like not having to consume yourself with like bad information because the world mm-hmm. is kind of a scary place these days or maybe it's always been a scary place but we've just have we're just we have confronted so much with access now. to it like yeah. even more than we have ever had and just like kind of how to like tune thing these things out mm-hmm. and yeah yeah so let's get into it so the first question is when did you become when did you become comfortable voicing your opinions online and what are our experiences with this mm-hmm. slash did you face any backlash from peers or family? Okay. So I'll let you take it away. Anne.
1: Okay. So I feel with me, I've always been very opinionated, mm-hmm. but I've not always been outspoken. Mm-hmm. Um, like my parents really encourage discussion and like arguing. So I've always been good at that. Me and my dad love a debate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really didn't get vocal until... I almost felt that I had to. And I think one of the first instances where I was like, oh my gosh, like someone is expecting me to speak on something that is so much bigger than myself was Mm -hmm. in high school. And this is also like a conversation about tokenism because I was the only black kid in my school for as long as I can remember. Like Mm -hmm. I I was in a predominantly white area as well. Yeah. And so it was Martin Luther King Day. (laughs) And my teacher, bless her heart, she was like, "Everybody, it's Martin Luther King Day," um, and then she goes, Am, would you like to share?" And I'm sitting there and I'm sweating because I do not know much about it. We grew up in Canada. I don't know if no. that's a national holiday here. It uh, definitely isn't. I don't it's think definitely it is
0: American.
1: Yeah. So I think. like, and also like my parents are from Kenya. Like Mm -hmm. I I don't have the same African American. No, I don't have the same background or knowledge or whatever, but like the whole class turned to look at me to like talk on like what she thought were just like black issues in general. And I was like, I don't know what to say. And I've honestly never experienced racism. I hadn't at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, but then you're forced to speak up. And I think then when things started being really controversial in the media with like politics and like BLM, um, I felt like I had to say something. Mm-hmm. Uh and I wanted to say something. But I think it can be really also, scary. And I think once you get over that first hump though of posting about it yeah. and realizing like and also nothing I think bad people, happens. No, nothing bad happens and the people who are offended and maybe unfollow you, they weren't meant to be there. Yeah. And honestly I don't want to have anything in common with someone who doesn't see issues in like social justice problems. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But that's so interesting, like, about your teacher too. And I think it like goes to show like how how like bad it is that like we expect the burden of those who experience these problems to like it should be their yeah. burden to educate others and it's like well no just because like mm-hmm. you're black and a woman of color it's not like yeah. your duty to like tell your class about martin luther king Day. like that's actually so and I'm wrong also i mean not, she obviously had good yeah but she, for the it was intent-
1: nice that she brought it up it was just so misguided and i yeah. think like and no one should I be forced wonder if she still thinks about that moment no she probably didn't like twice she really thought it was lovely if you yeah. know who this teacher is oh really she's just a bit cuckoo but, so would um, you say like
0: black Lives, like the black lives matter movement was like the first time you ever were like you know what, yeah I'm gonna talk about this on social online. media mm-hmm. yeah
1: because I was
0: just overwhelmed yeah and I again like
1: my whole life I was lucky enough to be raised in like a great neighborhood, a great school. Mm-hmm. Like my whole life up until university, I'd never experienced racism. Really? No, that's crazy. Nothing like n- nothing. Really? Yeah. I honestly, like people used to be like, Oh, do you feel weird? Like everybody around you is white. I literally didn't notice. Yeah. And then when I did notice, I was like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was kind of confronting being like, oh my gosh. Like I like, have to talk about this. Yeah, and like I see so the important. people on the news and they look like me and they're like going through these horrible things. And I weirdly enough can't relate, but I do relate simply because of our skin color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was the first time I felt like I had to say something. And I remember posting and I was so scared and literally nothing happened. Yeah. If anything, like people were like, love that you like spoke out or just yeah, said, like the clapping hands or... yeah like and I just felt really good about it and I think since then I've been like okay with posting whatever I'm feeling and like I don't really think too much about how of course I think about like the ramifications yeah. but it's like this is just one person's opinion and I don't think that's anything to be ashamed of no I'm actually very proud of how
0: opinionated opinionated yeah I am. yeah like, you should be able to share it like why not suppress it yeah like I'm the same I'm like I'm like,
1: you are very opinionated.
0: I, if you know me, if you know, you know, (laughs) I'm just a very opinionated person. Um, and I'm also very stubborn, but like, just because I'm opinionated doesn't mean I'm right. Yeah. Um, but I'd say like when I first started, I feel like I've always been pretty open. Like, Mm -hmm. even if I think back to like when Facebook was a thing, like I would always share things, whether it was like women's rights Mm -hmm. or little things. I definitely think like the, like black lives matter movement was the first time I had ever like really spoken about, like about like racism Race. which is yeah. like I wish like I had like learned more to like do that sooner but mm-hmm. you know we live you learn it. when you yeah, learn exactly we yeah. learn when we learn but I'd say like the first time I really like I really really got vocal about speaking about issues that I cared about was like when I was in the fitness industry and like mm-hmm. I was kind of going through my eating disorder recovery and I like would start talking about that yeah and just like speaking about eating disorders and like where they come from and how damaging the, t- the fitness industry is like we talked about last mm-hmm. episode and I just was met with such a positive response of yeah. people being like wow like even if it was just like one or two people they would be like this was so amazing realize you're not alone yeah thank you for sharing these resources this really helped me blah 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 and I was like oh this is really amazing and then I would start talking more about like fat phobia and like Mm -hmm. how damaging that was and that was something I was really really passionate about and I think like uh, like I was like, wait. If I can talk about these things, I can like talk about other things. Yeah. And I also think like leading into like my next question, which is like pocket Instagram activism. Mm-hmm. I don't feel. I feel like when you talk about things online or when you share things or all these things, like you don't just have to do it to do it. And yeah. I think there's a lot of pressure nowadays to be like, wait, I didn't share this thing. Like I'm a bad person, or do I look like a bad person? I mean, for like doing silence this? is
1: even treated as something awful. But like this is just my opinion. But I actually think like if you don't feel wholeheartedly whatever you're posting is like what you believe don't post anything yeah like i'd rather not see anything than know what type of person you are and then see you post things that like don't
0: align with how i know you to be i'm just like why have you done this like with the black squares for example yeah okay so that's like an like to go back to the pocket instagram activism like it's basically just like doing things to check off the box of being a good person Mm -hmm. so that would be like I don't know if anyone remembers the black squares. Yeah, like, like how did you feel about that as a black person? Were you like, "This is helping me so much"? Well, no, it's not <laughs> helping at all. What did it do? Like, Nothing. All it did was people signed off Instagram. It ruined day my and, feed. Didn't, and didn't learn. And they also like didn't learn anything because they no. were like, "Okay, I posted my black square. I'm a good person, and this is done." And like, I just think with these things, like, I just don't think that awareness should ever be a fab. Like, yeah, take some
1: time to educate yourself. And I think the people that I was most um Like, not that I'm like, good job, like as if I have any authority, but if you take time to educate yourself on your own, you're doing so much more than whatever like posting is about, or even the people who received backlash, like the first time around for not posting about what was going on in the world. And then suddenly they're doing all these trends and like blacking out their Instagram or not posting. And I'm like, yeah, like they've never spoken about it. I'm like, well, what's the point? Because behind closed doors, I know that you're like resentful of all this stuff going on mm-hmm. it, you know like just be true to yourself yeah. and i'm not saying like if you're a racist blast it <laughs> but i'm just saying like you <laughs> said let us know no but seriously but honestly, just let us know be quiet yeah honestly <laughs> speak your truth see how that goes for you Honestly, said yeah. we will have words but <laughs> yeah i just i think it's super annoying and then also with the like Instagram and or social media activism. I think it was also very interesting to see the people who have always been in your life and the views that they have. I think people think racism and prejudice is something that's very overt mm-hmm. and it's not. And also a lot of racism and prejudice is either based in hatred or it's based in fear mm-hmm. or also just like, not being educated. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, like, people are quick to assume that being labeled as one of these things is, like, you hate all people. Which is why these people come up with the defensive. Yeah, the defense oh, I mechanisms. Have,
0: I have a black friend. Or it's I like, have a gay friend. Yeah. Or it's I like, can... My brother's gay, so I can, yeah. like, say faggot.
1: No. It's an no. awful word. Never say it. Like, all these things don't make you... Um, you don't get the pass. Mm. Like, I hate when
0: people are like, hey, can I get the pass? Wait, Wait, shut up. I have a really good question because I thought of an instance okay. that I can draw from. Okay. So, obviously, I'm being selfish. But, like, when was the first time you ever, like, spoke about something in person? Like, you were, like, confronted with something that, like... Oh, uh, that's
1: always been me. Really? Like, I, so in person,
0: like, you've always in been In person? Good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I've said this before on the pod, but I'm not scared of confrontation yeah, you really are I'm not afraid at all I if I feel something I'm probably going to say it to you yeah no matter what the outcome is going to be because at least it's off my chest yeah and it's out in the air so yeah I've never been shy or like to be like yo what you said was I'm not <laughs> you said yo I said bro. yo man take it back but actually <laughs> I have always been outspoken sometimes has that gotten me in trouble yes yeah Um, now I think there's a bit more of a filter to the things I say but not filtering myself for any other purpose than being um, aware
0: yeah Um, yeah, but no, I kind of love confrontation. It's kind of like, I love conversation. And I think like the thing is with that, like back to like the social media thing and like sharing all these things. And like, I have friends who are like, you know what? Like I don't share like all of these doomsday things to my Mm -hmm. stories because like, what's that doing? And that's fair enough. And honestly, personally, like I've kind of felt that way too. Like there's definitely like raising awareness is amazing. And Mm -hmm. that's why social media is so great because like it gets people all around the world, like for these movements that are like so imperative to making change but then also it's like for me I'm like okay maybe I'm not going to share something unless it's useful like here's a link to like donate to these charities that are doing this work here is like a post to show you how you can support Ukraine for instance like I think like it's so hard to like I I mean I don't want to be that person that's just like bringing up bad information all the time Mm. on my Instagram stories for instance like people don't follow me for that and it's like I'm not an actor. you actually do have a social media
1: platform I think with me like for me, it's not about providing resources because mm-hmm. I also don't feel like that's what I'm about. I barely use Instagram. Yeah, yeah. But I do like reaching, or not reaching out, but something about putting out your opinion and feeling a sense of camaraderie over the internet is actually really nice. Yeah, true. And like it, it you
0: or get when you connection. Yeah,
1: or when you don't have the words to like, I'm not gonna call all my friends and be like, "Hey, you know what? This news headline
0: is getting to me." But if I post it, you, you (laughs) see, the people who are interested can like talk about it, and also it serves as a platform for change. Say somebody, I've had that so many times, yeah. Where I've shared about something about fat phobia, for instance, Mm -hmm. which is like so misunderstood. We talked about it a lot last episode. Yeah, you listened. Good episode, by the way. I know, not as good as if I I was there. I said, Rochelle, we did such a good job. (laughs) Um, That, like, we with fat phobia, is like I would post something and people would be like, "Well, like a fat person obviously isn't healthy." And then like Mm. that serves as an opportunity for me to be like, hey, like this is actually what I think about it. This is what I've learned about it. Yeah. And like then the conversation has actually ended and then being like, you know what? Like Mm. you've made a really good point. And then they'll make a really good point too, because maybe they're a personal trainer and they have like a certain stance about whatever. You know what I mean? Like I think like what I love about what you're saying too about getting information out is you can't take back
1: what you've read. Like it's in your head, you know, you might not internalize it or think about it too much, but it's entered there, you know, it's floating around, you know, (laughs) it's
0: just like, yeah,
1: it's like, Hey, Hey, but like seriously. And then I like the idea that I've planted a little seed, Mm -hmm. you know, just a little
0: thing for you to
1: think about. about, Cause
0: how many times have you had a conversation where you've just reflected on it and been like, wow, I wish I said this. I wish I did this. Like this is taking me back to my story. I thought of, um, (laughs) I was in England uh-huh. at a dinner table, <laughs> and like we were just talk. I think the topic topic of racism came up. Yeah, and like we were a bunch of white people sitting around the table, and as then you do. yeah, like, as, <laughs> as the white <laughs> folks do. <laughs> <laughs> ironic thing is is we were at some like weird restaurant that was like like England has all these weird like buffet restaurants guys I really don't miss living there but like it was like this world cafe where it was like a buffet with like like, (laughs) foods from all over the world so it was just so ironic we were like sitting there in this setting and like Mm -hmm. I was kind of finding my voice at that point but like Mm -hmm. I wasn't like fully as educated as I should have been for sure I just like didn't know how to like say things or I was a bit like not cowardly because Mm. like I just like didn't I, I didn't you have, Sometimes
1: you don't have the words to articulate. Yeah, and how like you're I don't feeling. like
0: arguing when I don't like have the articulation yeah. to go with it. Anyways, so like it was like a, we were with like a couple friends and they were like, Well, like obviously like reverse racism like does exist mm. and I was like, Well, no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like Because I did. I was like, it doesn't exist. Like yeah. it really doesn't exist. Like please mm-hmm. give me an example of when it exists. And yeah. they were like, Well, you know, like You know when somebody calls me a cracker, like as a white person. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. They were dead ass serious. Okay, I didn't mean to laugh. No, no, it is funny. I I was just sitting there being like, man, like where am I living? First of all, everyone was English. Sorry to the English people, but like as someone who lived in like a small city in England, there is a lot of racism (laughs) for how big the black population is too, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but I was like it it doesn't exist and then they were like why 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 yeah and like I like that moment served as a huge catalyst for me to like learn more about like what I was arguing because Mm -hmm. I like couldn't fully articulate like why it wasn't real because I didn't fully grasp the concept that like racism for instance is like it's it's systemic right like it's it's like stems back to like years and years ago when Mm. slavery exists it's just like how things have always been like it's in our politics it's in everything Mm. it bleeds into everything we do but I didn't know that then and it Killed me as someone who loves to like have argue. these conversations and yeah. argue. And like, I just wish I, I could, like, know that I feeling. wish I could transport myself back in that moment and just like teach those people why yeah. they were wrong. Because yeah. they were. That wasn't a moment where they were right. And like, yeah. fine, like, they didn't have the education to like know, like, what the difference between prejudice is for example first of all also if you're listening you think cracker like i'm sorry like i'm like keep we are like reverse racism doesn't exist <laughs>
1: but seriously though i think what you're saying though is literally my crack <laughs> i know it's so gratifying in an argument to just be like actually here's the fact and have the best
0: facts yeah too. and just be like hun take a look take a read and then you get back to me and we'll have a proper discussion yeah and i think like this is like a like a good way to like round off this like question Mm -hmm. and like the whole pocket like instagram activism thing is it's like just it's so important to just be informed because like what happens in your day-to-day life is so much more important than your online persona right like how you approach these conversations conversations with your racist uncle or Mm. your racist um brother-in-law you know what i mean and a
1: lot of it is really ignorance and i think like I'm so grateful to my parents especially my dad because he really stokes the fire Mm -hmm. in terms of getting me to think um just for being like be informed kid like yeah my parents are the same yeah and I think you grew up the same way where it's like it's actually great to be informed my dad always said like it's good to be able to hold your own with any person in any conversation and I may not have all the facts but I have enough of a foundation just having
0: also like the humility to be like you know what I actually don't know I need to work on that I don't know much about this and Mm -hmm. like I'm like really open to hearing what you have to say that's true like I was learning about like critical thinking and psychology and like like critical thinking is like the best skill anyone can possess because it's like you know what and humility is a huge like portion of critical thinking and just mm-hmm. being like, you know, like I don't know enough about this. Like this isn't worth it for me to just be right. Yeah. You know what I you mean? You exhaust
1: so much energy trying to prove someone yeah. someone wrong And when you don't have the facts, it's like you're wasting your breath.
0: Yeah. So it's like if there's something you care about, like it's just about like how you Mm -hmm. like talk about things in your day-to-day life. Like my sister, for instance, like if I like, I'm not like keeping up on like the correct pronouns for someone or like Mm -hmm. misgendering accidentally because it's something like personally I'll admit, like I'm just getting used to as something to like, as a habit. I have no issue with it. I think it's so important to do Mm -hmm. these things, but like, you know, you have slips and then my sister is so great at just being like, Hey Nick, like. No, it's Don't this, say this. Or yeah. don't say this. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, not, it shouldn't be an awkward thing and also shouldn't always, like, be an arena for confrontation. Also, I think it's important to remember with a lot of these issues, like, it
1: has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Like, pronouns for one. Like, <laughs> Does it affect me to change the way I address someone? No, but it's also no. so funny
0: because, like, I saw a TikTok. I think I sent it to you. It was, mm. like, this, like, jo- guy dressed as the Joker. He goes up to this guy, and he's, like, do you believe in pronouns? <laughs> and then he was, like, oh, no. Like, I think they're, like, kind of stupid. And he was, like, asking him about, like, they, them, whatever. Yeah. And then uh, to close off the conversation, the guy goes, so what are your pronouns? And he goes, He yeah and it's like, so pronouns are okay but only when it's he she and trust you know me I mean? this
1: little lad would probably be so offended if you said hey miss or she she, she was a great person like, to ask like, it's not
0: that big of a deal like, like just
1: people get offended it's, it's like it's being like, called by the wrong name yeah like grow up it's okay like- <laughs> grow up that's what i want to say to you if you can't wrap your mind around it like get yeah. over it and honestly like read a book because something is not clicking Watch upstairs a fucking tiktok yeah the <laughs> lights are on but nobody's home that's what I'll say about that.
0: Okay. So next question is, what is cancel culture? It's the worst thing ever. You think it is? I actually do. Because- I'm not a fan of cancel culture. Okay. There's very small instances where I'm okay with can- canceling someone if it's like Harvey Weinstein. Yes. Me <laughs>
1: on the fence. I'm like- you said free Harvey Weinstein. said <laughs> free my king. No, I'm
0: kidding.
1: <laughs> I want to make it clear that I am joking. I'm not for that man. But <laughs> I will say... That, like, I think cancel culture rushes to slip things under the rug. They're just like, well, they're canceled and it's done with. Mm. But I like the idea of a conversation. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, why is Harvey Weinstein a menace? You know, mm. what are the things he did? And then that prompts deeper conversations and people come forward with their stories. I think cancel culture is just... They're, Not that people should be able to redeem themselves at all, but I do think there is something, there's learning that comes out of it. And I think cancel culture doesn't allow for
0: that. Yeah. And I think like, it's such a nuanced conversation. Like I follow this girl. I don't know. I don't know if anyone would ever follow her. She's like this illustrator that lives in England. And I loved Mm -hmm. her account. She has a business. She does like homemade stationery. Her name is Polly. Like I've always loved her account. She's Mm -hmm. so soothing. And then it came out that like up until from the ages of like 11 to 17, all of these old tweets and things resurfaced and they were really bad like like as racist and homophobic as it gets and like she grew up in a small town in England and all these things and like it was terrible Mm. and it's like Yes, people are gonna be like, cancel, cancel, cancel. But let's just think about it for a second. People can change mm-hmm. and people can grow. And I think it also like depends on like how somebody, if they're like, especially a public figure, like how did they apologize? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It's Such like, a good cause point. then unfortunately, like this person, Polly, who like, I just like, I, re- I felt bad for her. Cause like imagine your whole business yeah. crashing down from things that you said years ago, but you still said it and you mm-hmm. still had those views and that's really sickening and all that yeah. stuff's still on the internet. But it's like the way they apologized just wasn't great either. Mm. They were, it was very like, I'm sorry for what I said 10 years ago versus like, I'm sorry for what I said. It's like, yeah. just, yeah. you know, I think own it. I also think that's a good point that you made about like where you grow
1: up. Cause we are so much a product of our environment. And mm. I think you're a bit deluded to think that you just are born with this, All like this information, plethora of information well, and like- you, there's a point about like going to school, being out in the world. Like you learn the people you're around change, yeah. like everybody serves as a lesson and I think if you're not internalizing that and learning
0: from these things like that's the real problem. Exactly, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, hold, like, a person who grew up in small town Alabama to somebody who grew up in Vancouver, BC. Like, if you think about what are, like, the, the voter demographics Mm. in these places, do you know what I mean? Like, the education rates, who, what school did you go to? Yeah, even, like, where, like, Clark is from, like, hey, Clark, like, he's from a very small village in England, like, people are more inclined to have, like, these smaller world views, and, like, when it's a predominantly, like, white area, like. I've never been confronted with anything at that point. exactly to your, so to, to like your view. I, I do think like in that context to like fully just like cancel someone without ser- like using it as an opportunity to like teach them yeah. something or you know
1: and i want to make it real though that we're not like apologists for people who grew up mm-hmm. in these areas yeah. and like have stayed racist their whole lives 100 percent. i no. think the world is too connected for at this point you to still have such outdated views yeah because we all watch the news like even if you're watching something that's heavily biased everything's biased but like yeah you know you still have access to the same information mm-hmm. there's no reason why these views should even be passed down to your children like Literally. that's the problem yeah it's like you know that quote that always floats around during like martin Luther. King Day, where it's like no child is born hating yeah. someone else for the color of their skin, but that is true. Like that yeah. is taught. As cringy as it is, like it's very yeah. True. Like I hate that, but yeah, it's taught. Like mm-hmm. all these things, like hatred towards certain groups or dislike for certain things, like you learn
0: that. Yeah, yeah, it's actually so true, mm-hmm. and like yeah, we're not apologizing for those people because like people need to learn and yeah. people need. To, but then I, I think I'm only saying it in the context of like they had this past they've changed yes. now they're very like forthright and their views now also, yeah. it's like it's a shame when that happens and it's like okay like I don't know. I just think
1: cancel culture is just so brutal. With the apologies, too, I hate this trend, though, of like influencers going onto the internet and they're weeping. They're weeping on it and they're like, you know, like, I did not mean to hurt anyone. Yeah, we know. Like, yes, maybe you did. Or maybe just be like, I was ignorant and I took the time. Because I've seen apologies where I'm like, good for you. I can sense that it's genuine and you're trying to learn and you're going to do better for whatever. Like, hold yourself accountable. And then there's people who cry on the internet and Mm. the next day they're back at the same bullshit like that's different you know what i mean yeah and i don't i don't stand for that like then i'm like maybe you shouldn't be canceled but maybe we should just not look to you for anything you shouldn't have such a large platform if yeah you, one misinforming your following and two you're spreading yeah. hatred like yeah. there's a reason why there's hate speech laws yeah yeah
0: it's just so scary like it is. if you really think about like just that's so scary like how some people think mm-hmm. like even in the conversation of women's rights like and this Ugh. is okay this is something i am going to just publicly say okay especially mm-hmm. if you're a man listening okay you know there's all this stuff going on in the US right now mm-hmm. like concerning women's rights which is absolutely terrifying even recently I'm on in instagram Canada. where are the men talking about it <laughs> i actually it? haven't seen a single like my friend about pascal it. shout out like she posted a story being like like she was like i'm not seeing any men talking about it which is something i also was mm-hmm. feeling and then she was like we are go- nothing is going to change unless men talk about it that's the scary thing because yeah. in a society where men can dictate govern women's bodies mm-hmm. why would men like we need their help. Yeah, we, we do. need the men who are making the decisions on our bodies to be like, hey, actually, don't do yeah. this. And no one's not listening to just women. Yeah,
1: and it's not that like men have this power, but if <laughs> you, you look, a full no, but if you look at the structure of like political parties or even like those in power, like or it's the predominantly Court. yeah, literally, it's all white men mainly like sauce yeah. for the couple who aren't like good on ya but like really it's yeah. men who have no understanding of what it is to be a woman and don't seem to care mm-hmm. and also let's go back to the fact that it's it's never really been about women it's about control
0: yeah and it's also like in the abortion situation it's I don't care I'm popping off guys mm-hmm. Um, it's not about the babies because I'm sorry like these people whatever party they're part of like they don't care about children when they're born mm-hmm. because if you look at the poverty rates in the US. Yeah. Look at where all the wealth is. Mm. Like it's just so crazy. And like, yeah, I'm just like, you know, if you're a man and I, like, just talk about these things. Like it's really important for you to talk about like issues that don't just concern yourself yeah. and like also i think this goes back to like the backlash and i think like a lot of men are like afraid because they're afraid to like seem fruity or like which is also terrible yeah. in itself like people like what? what a pres- what a simp like yeah. he's posting about all this stuff and it's like well no like it's just like a human Can I right just
1: remind the men that um you're only here because you're your mother so, or whoever
0: birthed you. Yeah. Like, like, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah. A,
1: a woman did have to push you out of a birth <laughs> yeah. now. No, 100%. So, or you were in a Petri dish. And guess what? A woman also contributed <laughs> to that. Okay? So no full-term babies come into the world from a Petri dish. I just want to remind no, you No, it's like... So be grateful.
0: It's so true. And I think this actually just, like, takes me back to... Like, this actually goes back to, like, even, like, the angry feminist rhetoric. Mm. Like... Or the angry or, black woman. Yeah, exactly. Rhetoric. It's yeah. like being like I remember I don't know if anyone's seen this TikTok. It's like the black menaces. It's my favorite account. It's mm. basically like these it's a group of like people of color mm. at a university, I think, in like it's you in utah i think we i think yeah, i've seen it's these. amazing and like they go like they go and just ask like not they, they shouldn't be controversial yeah. questions but especially in a place like that like it's so controversial but like it was this one about feminism and it was like asking all these students if they were feminists mm. and like people were like well no i i'm i'm for i'm for like equality for all yeah and it's like but feminism is equality for all yeah. black lives matter is like equality for all and liberation of Black yeah, people who are yeah. oppressed. Like, it's just so, like, I think, like, and this is obviously coming from someone who was raised in a household where I was always talk. we always spoke about these things. Mm-hmm. And it's just so hard for me to wrap my head around. Like, that someone
1: else wouldn't have been raised like, the same that way. That you wouldn't be raised yeah. the same way. No, but wandering into the world, you're just like, uh, like even, I don't know if <laughs> you're like, Oh, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. So,
0: oh, I wasn't ready. Me miraculous. when I was born, I was like, I was not ready for all this. No.
1: And I remember doing a survey in like high school. I think I asked you if you did it, but it was just like this thing. Like, do your parents have an education? Like, are there books in your house? Does music play in your mm-hmm. house? And at first I was like, why are we doing this? Like, duh. duh. Yeah. I was just like, duh. <laughs> But then you realize, like, the majority of your classmates are answering no. Yeah. Because not everybody has the privilege of, like reading or having parents who like encourage want you, that yeah to be like well-spoken and well-educated and well-versed have your in own worldly opinions. issues yeah also a lot of people are stifled and like they assume their whole lives that they have to have the same beliefs as their parents mm-hmm. i think there's something so beautiful about being able to form your own understanding well, yeah. of the world and i'm grateful that my parents Me encourage too. it like yeah my
0: mom for instance like my mom isn't religious my mom believes I think in God and Mm -hmm. like she was always very vocal about that like to me as a kid my dad like I think my dad's more like agnostic like celebrates Christmas but like we've never went to church or anything but she was like you don't have to believe in God Mm -hmm. because I was always suspicious for me personally and this is not to slight (laughs) anyone (laughs) this is not to slight anyone who believes in religion or God because like as much as you might think I'm wrong or Mm -hmm. whatever like who cares but I remember just being like does, like I was like, where does God put his shoes, Mom? I was always like, <laughs> like, was, like, three, like Where's he at? I was like, where's he at though? Like, yeah. where do put his shoes? So and like, close? she was always very just like, you know, like just believe what you want to believe. Yeah. Like it is what it is. Like be yourself. Like form your own opinion. Like you might have a relationship with God or religion one day, mm. or you might not. Like yeah. it's up to you. And I think that always made me be like, oh. And then it also made me accepting of other people's views because here I was in my household mm. where my mom was believing in something yeah. my dad necessarily didn't believe in something my sister and I were encouraged to believe in what we wanted yeah and then it was like well all of our beliefs are valid to us so yeah you know what I mean
1: and I've always been so intrigued by other religions I still am I'm fascinated with mosques weirdly I just think they're so beautiful and the songs that they sing I'm like ooh, sing it but I love it so much it <laughs> is
0: your life goal cool to go to I
1: know I've said this many times if anyone has any hook-ups. who wants For to take Anne? me I don't know if I'm allowed in but uh <laughs> I would love to, Um, that was a tangent. But also what I wanted to say is with the religious conversation Mm -hmm. as well, I used to really despise, okay, not despise, but I didn't love the preaching of this one pastor at the church I attended. Mm -hmm. And looking back on it, I'm like, I'm actually kind of grateful because he had a background in theology. And a lot of the times he would like bring up like atheist scholars or agnostic scholars Mm -hmm. or Islam. Like he just would pull from everybody Mm -hmm. And so it was like, oh, like we can consider other people's opinions. And so it very much was an alignment of what I heard in my house. Mm -hmm. And then it continued into the church, which I feel like sometimes gets a bad reputation for being like bombarding with their views. Yeah. And I think just with all things, like be open minded. Except with racists. (laughs) Oh, there's no open-mindedness to that. Or homophobes. No, no, no. I said one way or the other, please bite. But yeah, like, for the most part, being open-minded or just saying why. You know, just saying why. Like, why do you believe that? It'll prompt a conversation. You keep going back and forth. Well, that's literally,
0: like, critical thinking. That's all it is. It's just, like, it's just encouraging all viewpoints and that's like the whole problem we face now yeah. in the world and we're not gonna talk about it because i don't whatever yeah. like we don't want need to go too into it but like it's like be curious my dad it, always and it's is so like, funny like, there's all these people on the internet being like you have to think critically but all they're doing is googling their opinion oh. finding an article that matches it and Wait. be like this was written by some crazy ass guy with a phd again just because somebody has credentials also doesn't mean their information is correct yeah like also yeah don't be swayed by like doctorate um
1: things also phd
0: means doctor of philosophy guys it doesn't mean doctor
1: yeah and also look at what their doctorate is in because i've one time i was reading this article and i was like this is wonderful this is great information and i think it was it was a biology article and then i looked up the guy's phd and it was in history or something yeah and i was just like this just isn't penciling Yeah, one plus one is not equaling two. Yeah. You know what I mean? So look into your sources as well, I think.
0: And yeah, stay curious, stay skeptical. Yeah, because... This is so funny. This is everything I learned about critical thinking. Yeah, it is. All these things. Like, Mm -hmm. just... Yeah, and I think the world i mean it sounds i hate this like it would just be like a better place if we all just like considered the opposite like consider like you can humor other people's opinions like you aren't always right we've also
1: got more similarities in general than we've got differences so mm -hmm. i think it's so funny the way that we operate in extremities 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 Extremities. (laughs) but basically you know what i'm trying to say extremes like we're always like well i'm this and i'm that and it's like uh think about why you're claiming this certain platform or this certain ideal and then compare it to the
0: other persons. I'm sure there's a lot more overlap than, than you think there is. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's just like, yeah, like you have to like consider like where people are from and like, why they are the yeah. way they are and just like not judge people like i for instance used to re- i mean i'm still a bit like why don't you vote like just go vote <laughs> so it's so easy guys but i'm like really opinionated i grew up in a house but well, my dad's also a history major mm. like my grandpa is a history professor so he has a phd in history so yeah like, obviously like naturally politics is something that like just we always watch the news like i was so yeah. excited for the first time i could CNN vote was like, like, always on my yeah TV. same oh my god kind of yeah. bad i would always be stressed my with dad's like that's
1: Da-da-da. i'm like great so yeah. and so's back again but
0: yeah <laughs> I literally used to have
1: dreams about um, the Taliban and Osama Bin
0: Laden. You throw a party when Osama bin Laden is no, captured.
1: No, I was so scared. I used to dream about him. I'd be like, "Mom, Osama came down the fireplace," and then I couldn't watch CNN. Shut up. What was I
0: even saying? <laughs> <Sorry>. um, <looting. laughs> like, like I like it's just like I can understand why some people like just were never like given mm. the tools to like understand like how important it is, and like yeah. I think like it's really important just to like also be compassionate. Obviously, like racism and homophobia aside, when someone is really extreme, but like you have to just like yeah. like. Go at those. You're never going to make... Cha- My favorite quote by it's framed in my apartment by Ruth Bader Ginsburg it's her. fight for things you care about but do it in a way that will lead others to join you Mm. and like you're never gonna like truly be like a leader or in whatever you do if you're not doing it in a way that encourages others to join you and you're not gonna have people join you if you're berating them for Mm. their views and speaking down to them and acting better than them and this is like another thing I wanted to talk about today is like this like woke culture that we're all in now we're like it's like a fight to see like who's the most I even hate that word. I hate that word. I hate it. I wish there was another word, but like it's like this fight to be like, Oh, I'm a better person than you and it feels like it's like this badge people wear. Like I'm you know what I mean? Also I wanna be clear
1: with all of these conversations we're having. Like we're not sitting here on a soapbox being like, We've got it figured out. We're just
0: I think we're an example of two friends just like two young people having a conversation yeah. about this and we could be so out of line with anything that we're saying. So mm-hmm. we encourage you to like, yeah. Challenge us adjust. as well. If you've got an opposing opinion, like, yeah, I love stuff like that. Like my feet com- Yeah.
1: <laughs> me and you eat this up. Like, I just love discussing things. Like it lights me up inside. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like with woke, the idea of being woke, I-, I do really hate that term. Cause I feel like it doesn't have the same meaning that maybe it did initially, mm-hmm. Um, and also it, like you said, the whole badge of honor, it's like, who's going around being like the best citizen, go.
0: like who's the best, ba- who's the best citizen today? Like who's giving yeah. you these badges? Like, like the best thing you can do is just like, like influence your family, influence yeah. like who you can like have these conversations kindly. Like the amount of times when I was in England, I could have literally exploded mm. like with rage, mm. like with literal rage, just like some of the like arrogant things people would say. Yeah. And it was like, no, like I think that's something I've have to had like, to work on. You just have to be like... I just think, like, anger in most instances just, like, isn't productive. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? I think, like, being
1: frustrated. I think that's one of the things that, like, I struggle with is I get so passionate worked and worked up and it just comes out as tears, like... <laughs> Like <laughs> my dad and you're and an I,
0: emotional woman yeah
1: and then it's like well grow up why are you crying yeah it's like
0: because i'm pissed off yeah cause like, like you're stifling me or i yeah. like, can't talk about this and it took me
1: so long i think in a lot of different areas of my life to not like burst into tears when i had something to say or yeah. when i was trying to speak up for myself and finally i've gotten to a point where i'm like not everything is going to trigger me i mean some things still will and that's fine mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, it's okay to be opinionated. It's okay to be strong. I actually think it's, like, so attractive. It's really admirable
0: to, like, voice your opinions, especially, like, if you're a young person. Like, yeah. what could we say? Like, say there was, like, a like person listening being, like, I want to start, like, being more vocal mm. and, like, having more hard conversations. Like, what, what would be, like, advice we would give people as two people who are really, like, good at that? At being vocal. At being vocal and, like, calling people out or just, like, having harder conversations. Like, where's somewhere people can start?
1: I think the very first place to start is with yourself and letting go of, like, the way that you're perceived. Mm -hmm. Um, And that just, like, bleeds into
0: anything in your life, too.
1: Yeah, and I think that has a lot to do with like societal pressures or like even culture, the way you were raised. Mm-hmm. Like all of this is encoded in the language that we have to articulate our points. Mm-hmm. And I think like once you understand that you don't owe anybody anything with your arguments, mm-hmm. like you can truly speak your mind. Mm-hmm. Um and so I think like I became very comfortable with my opinions pretty early on. Mm-hmm. And so then like Saying what I had to say wasn't that hard, but I do know that that's a process. And some people like... Again, they don't like it's confrontation. Down personality type sometimes too. Yeah. But I think like if you believe in something really strongly and you think about it and you ruminate over this idea, like it's worth speaking out about,
0: even if it's yeah. to one person. Or even if it's a topic that you're really passionate about, it doesn't even have to be about like politics, world no. issues, but just like educate yourself on it. So then you'll just, more, you're just more confident. I think for me, like that was the first mm-hmm. thing, like taking it back to that conversation about the cracker I had mm-hmm. in England. It yeah. was like, I wish I had the tools to be like, Hey, this is actually like, why this is not okay. Yeah. So, like... Because it is something I cared about, obviously, yeah. because I was... I cared enough to challenge them. Yeah. But then I just, like, didn't have the tools to like say things. So just like educate yourself and also like let go of the need to be liked. Like oh yeah. I just think like that's what I've learned with and like I'm very fortunate where in like my close circle of people in my life, whether Mm -hmm. it's my family, like my closest friends, Mm -hmm. Clark, like we can challenge each other. Like me, you and Rochelle, that's this whole podcast. Like we have differing opinions, we have opposing views sometimes. Like Mm -hmm. and then we talk about it and we're like, wait, no, actually like We agree, whether it's about boys, whether it's anything, like, we don't shy away from that, and I think that's a privilege to be like, wow, I'm surrounded by people where I'm not afraid they're going to leave me if I challenge them, but I think these kind of conversations where it's, like, these hard confrontational things, where you're calling out somebody for their Mm. terrible views, like... I per- I've kind of gotten to this point where it's like, I don't care if they don't want to talk to me anymore. Yeah. I don't care if I sever the relationship. Like it- You'll I naturally I also cultivate a yeah. space that feels safe to and talk. And I don't want to be around people or have friends where I can't just call them out on their bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- no matter what it is. Yeah. You know? Like, it's so
1: interesting that you're saying this because yesterday I had a phone call with my friend Hannah. And we were, like, talking about, like, opinions or whatever. Like, feeling the need to tiptoe if mm-hmm. you have something to say. And I just, like in all my friendships that I have now, I'm like, one, never be afraid Mm -hmm. to say anything to me. It's not the end. If you have a different opinion uh, than me, like, it's not the end of things. And two, like, my opinions are my opinions. Never internalize what I'm saying as, I hate you or whatever. Like, it's a safe space. And I think, like, we don't don't hold the space for one another often, or at least vocalize Mm -hmm. that there is, like, a safe spot for you to just say whatever you need to say. But I think that should be just, like unspoken with friendship
0: and in your family that's like even like down to like Anne and I had our first not really argument but like mm-hmm. Anne annoyed me and yeah. then I annoyed Anne because I was too mean when I was annoyed yeah. um, but then like it was fine, and then like the next. Day, I'm literally it, struggling to remember what this fight was. It was <laughs> so yes. dumb. It was the, about the editing the podcast. Oh right, yeah. right, right. Okay. It was so silly. It was so silly, but yeah. like, and you understood why I was annoyed, and I was like, Ann, I'm actually pissed off right now. Yeah. And then the next morning, like we like <laughs> went to work workout class, and everything was fine because again, like yeah, that happens, and we're not even upset at each other for more than five minutes. But then Ann... because I don't, I'm still learning how to be confrontational with my friendships. Because yeah. I'm afraid they're gonna leave me. But Anne was like. You know if we ever get in a fight like it's nothing I'm not going anywhere like it's we're funny. always going to be friends Yeah. Like,
1: you know It's funny cuz I kind of loved it and like just even, like, I'm like, oh, I kind of love it. But, like, <laughs> when you vocalize that, like, you're maybe annoyed, I'm like,
0: good, she feels safe saying. Yeah, you, like, you And feel- I'm not going to shy away. With- I'm like, actually, I'm pissed off at exactly. you. Exactly, and I just think it's actually really comforting to be around people where, like, you can do that. And, like, you don't clam up and tense up yeah. when they disagree with you or it's not awkward. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you might be like, oh, ugh, that was a bit, like, weird. I'm-. You may overthink yeah. it after it's done, but, like, ultimately, like you don't need to be around people who have like such polarizing views, especially to you. Like you shouldn't Mm -hmm. be hanging out with people. Like I remember once like talking to a literal Trump supporter and it was Mm -hmm. like a guy that I was like considering dating. And then I found that out and I was like, I like told him I was like I don't believe in that. Yeah, and like if that's what you believe in, fine. Like whatever. Like if you believe Trump is helping the economy, like that's chill, man. Like yeah. it's not for me though. Yeah. And I don't want to be around someone or like make myself small or like not say something to my partner if they're being ridiculous yeah. because I'm like afraid of what they think of me yeah. or that I'm going to be be perceived as loud and opinionated. I think that is boils down to it, especially yeah. for young women, is like being perceived as like loud and mouthy mm-hmm. and like opinionated because that's something I've gotten my whole life same you know like oh you're so loud you're bossy you're bossy you dominate a conversation yeah. and it's like well yeah because I'm good at fucking talking yeah. and dude. I actually like, do like the sound of my voice sorry
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I do yeah so I think like with all of this like so much of finding your voice is having a great space to talk about it, but know that you will not always be in rooms that are accepting what you have to say
0: and just be okay with that and be okay with it. And like, You can remove yourself from situations that don't serve you. Yeah, Like, you can remove yourself from family situations. You Mm -hmm. can cut people off. Like, especially if you're an adult. And I think, like, we're all in... Especially if you're in, like, your 20s. Like, it's such a transition or... Is it transitional Transitional. Transitionary. I'm like, yeah, so well-spoken. It's such (laughs) a transitional, like, period, especially, like... Because I, like, kind of found my voice at around, like, the age of, like, 20 to 22. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, you're transitioning from being a child in your parents home to like being an adult a lot of the time in that age like you're graduating university or you're traveling you're doing all these things and it's like wait no like you're your own person like you have control over your entire life yeah and like the people who you're around and like if that's not serving you and this is something like rochelle is really good at and she would she just ends it yeah she's just like really good at like she like knowing her worth and Mm -hmm. being like this is a space that, like, doesn't serve me. Yeah. You know? So I'm closing that door. I'm yeah. closing that door. And, like, I don't want to be around people who, like, believe so differently than mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, I'm open to other people's opinions, but, like, if you're in my life every day, yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know?
1: Fundamentals have to align.
0: And that is hard, I guess, when it's, like, your family and that's, like, a whole other can of worms that we probably can't provide a place yeah. on. And, like, go to a family therapy.
1: But it also is exciting, just, like, at the age we're at, like, coming home and realizing that, maybe you have a different Mm -hmm. viewpoint it's like oh I've learned a little something and now I can like speak out or or challenge your ideas yeah because for so long we're just inundated with our parents beliefs yeah it's so true and it's like wait I think something different like I think that's really cool yeah and
0: and that's about like finding your own identity I think finding your own voice just boils down to like finding out who you are because I think like the more confident and like who you are as a person and this is like I feel like this is like a conclusion we come to and like so many episodes mm. and it's like finding out who you are and what your values are is just gonna make you more confident to be who you are. Yeah. In whatever setting. In are. all arenas of life. And I feel like that's the perfect note. Yeah. I said to Chef's end this con I'm me so sorry. I said goodbye. <laughs> 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 Guys, that's a taste of how bad Anna is at singing. I actually don't think it's bad to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> he said I literally love the sound of my own voice I even when do. I do that. A, um but yeah, do we want to shout risk.
1: out Summerhouse quickly because Oh yeah, we have a little pop culture because we just wanna have like I don't know, a group to talk about.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna pop off about this because I don't want people to exit the podcast so our plays are down. Yeah. Um but if you watch Summerhouse, can you please DM us because Anna and I just wanna talk.
1: Yeah. Um I will say if you wanna join our free Kyle Cook club. <laughs> We're open to new
0: members because mm-hmm. that man is trapped. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we thought we'd just slide it yeah, in. Yeah. If anyone watches Summer House, we just want to know. And also, like, we talked about this, Rochelle, too. Like, we want to start talking about, like, more pop culture things. Like, mm-hmm. we want to try watching, like, the same TV show. Yeah. Or, like, so we can, like, talk about, like, viral TV shows that everyone yeah. watches. I think that would just be fun. It's nothing too niche. Yeah. Anyways, if you guys... <laughs> 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 we watch, like... <laughs>
1: No, stop. Mr. Bean, hear me out. <laughs> I fucking love Mr. Bean. Same.
0: We Ugh. need to watch Mr. My Bean. Being. Can you watch it now? Anyways. Yeah. Um, if you have a differing opinion to anything we said or if you have anything to contribute or any questions to follow up on mm-hmm. for future episodes or anything, like, let us know. Because this one, it was, like, a little bit of a different episode. Yeah. Than what we normally did, like, especially in season one, which is kind of, like, for season two, we want to talk about everything. Yeah. Because, like, being in our age, especially, or any age, like...
1: You're we're figuring humans th-
0: yeah. are dynamic, and we're just figuring shit out. And like these kind of conversations are important. So like, we didn't come on here being like, oh, we're afraid we're gonna say anything wrong mm. because if we said anything wrong, tell us. Let us know. I don't think we did. And no. like we're also. Awesome. I said I actually think I was chef's kiss. No, I'm <laughs> kidding.
1: But like, yeah, I love talking about this. I love encouraging growth. I feel like
0: that's kind of what we're all yeah. about here. Here at basically Friday Studios (laughs) with our two hundred Instagram followers. Yeah. Anyways, um, follow our Instagram, guys, because again, it just doesn't add up. Like, why do we have so many? The numbers are not (laughs) math. The math is not mathing. (laughs) And leave us a review, please. Leave us a rating. Follow our pod. Interact with us. Yeah. Give us future episode topics because we literally eat that. We eat that shit up. I love a DM. I know, we don't get enough. Anyways, we'll see you next week and bye. Bye.